Hey, it's Janice. The following episode contains some sensitive subjects and topics, so please take care when listening. Nobody panic. Oh. Oh. Okay. This is, this is the weird part. Like, how <laughs> do you start like, every single time? Date. Like, I know. So. <laughs> Facing each other on the couch. And, um, hi, my name is Janice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Savannah. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> do you come here often? I do. Actually, you do. <laughs> you do. We have our dinners a few nights a week. Mm-hmm. And it's great. And like therapy sessions. <laughs> yes. Yes, which is what brings us here today. Yeah. This is a live therapy session. No. As if, no. Imagine. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm here for it. That would be horrible. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be so horrible. Yeah, you would not want to listen to that. Also, I'm not accredited, so that would be yeah. a really bad therapy session. I'm not a psychologist. I'd be like, how does that make you feel? <laughs> Terrible, actually. I hate it. Okay, cool. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Well... I'm going to give some background really quickly because to to our adoring audience, to all the people watching us right now, um, about how this has come to be. Our little friendship slash the whole reason for this podcast is really based on our conversations. So mm-hmm. it feels pertinent to give a little quick background and drone on because I love droning on. Also a very top reason for this podcast (laughs) so I can talk I love that more talking (laughs) yay it's why this friendship works really well because I'm really annoying but you you just take it and it's great no you're not annoying at all um so we started a few years ago like when you came to Orange County started hanging out had a casual friendship and then in like the last year we really started like diving into our own faith journeys Mm -hmm. and they turned into these like weekly, more than weekly hangs where we just talked about all the things, everything, (laughs) everything (laughs) everything that we ever felt. Let's Um, talk about it. (laughs) Let's talk about it. Why not? It's just Mm -hmm. everything's on the table. Mm Um, and as two gals that regularly go to therapy and love it, yep. psychology, of course, came into play and being able to like get in touch with our emotions and our feelings and all the all the good stuff. And through that journey, I feel like we've really explored the faith side of things. Yeah. And um, uh, a big shocker, neither of us attend church. At the moment, yep. <laughs> um, and those were, you know, as longtime churchgoers brought up, both of us brought up conservative. We have really, really similar back- backgrounds. Actually, let's take this back a little bit. <laughs> way Hang back. on, let's take this way back. You have, before your ears right now, two conservatively raised girls who both were homeschooled. <laughs> Which is crazy. Their entire school career with... You guessed it, a Becca Academy, and anyone who's been homeschooled is cringing right now and going, oh my gosh, like me too. Blast from the past. Um, So yeah, so we we grew up pretty religious, and we both worked for a church, uh, the same church. So we actually have a friendship that goes back like 10 years, which is crazy now that I think about that. I think that brings us together a lot because we have that very similar, yes, you know, 
experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. We can relate on so many levels because yeah. it wasn't, it's not just the faith journey. It's the growing up. Mm-hmm. It's like similar parenting styles oh, yeah. and, um, it's yeah, similar experiences with church and then, you know, kind of similar timing on, I hate saying deconstructing because it's such a hot button word, but it, is it is deconstructing, yeah. but it's you know analyzing aspects of your faith and asking the question why, mm-hmm. and then like tearing it to pieces. Yeah. And if it can get rebuilt, cool, mm-hmm. but it has to be rebuilt with some real pieces, yeah. not just things that you were like taught as a kid or mm-hmm. was thrown at you as a kid. <laughs> I think that's why like we've gotten so close like in yeah. the last couple years because it did happen at a very similar timing. Yes, we started being like oh like questioning things yeah maybe that's not for me or maybe that's like what if yeah what does this mean I think that's like yeah that was a big (laughs) that was it still is a big part of our our conversations like what does this even mean why (laughs) why (laughs) why does it have to be like this (laughs) who talks like that like what are you even trying to say (laughs) I feel like all of our dinners are just like, why? <laughs> Asking questions. It's so true. And talking through things. Talking through things, getting mildly angry. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Couple tears, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For There's, sure on my part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes Sav cry a lot. I no. love it, though. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> it's great. We're in touch with our emotions. Yeah, it's a good thing. I'm actually not mad about it. No, no. It is it is the best. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. our that's our little friendship journey. Um and now I'm gonna ask you some really personal questions. Ooh, bring it on. Where is your necklace from? Because it's cute. Ooh. Do you have two one? necklaces oh, on? Oh, I can only see one. This one? Yeah. Oh, this one. I got it for my birthday. That's right. Probably five years ago. And it's still and so it's golden. Still Thriving. I, I don't ever take it off. I need a necklace. I probably like took it that. off once for like, I don't even know. Is it Majuri? No, it's from, oh. it's, I think it's called James Michelle. You know what? We've had this really conversation. I'm remembering because I, mm-hmm. I said, is it Majuri the last yes, time? My other one is. <laughs> That's this right. Is. That's, That's right. Um, but oh. it's thriving. I don't take, yeah. ever take it off. I if I have that. to take it off, I don't wear it. I'm I a very that. simple gal. I'm a simple gal. <laughs> It's on or it's off. Low maintenance. Yeah. It's very black and white. Yes. How evangelical of you. I know. <laughs> You're either hot or cold, Sav. That's it. No in between. No in between. No gray space. Um, what books are you reading right now? Oh, man, I wish I was reading a book. I'm trying to get through Magnolia Parks. Yes. Not trying because it's a, it's a amazing. I just don't have the time to read right yeah. now. Or I'm yeah. not making the time to read. I don't know which one it is probably that one probably well, scrolling instagram rather yeah. than um, reading reading posts rather yeah. than novels yeah in all fairness i lent you magnolia Parks yeah it's your book because <laughs> uh, yes because it is an incredible book but i can say with authority that it is 
an emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And if you're not ready for that trip <laughs> or that ride, like, yeah, don't dive into this book. <laughs> yeah. So I'm actually not reading anything, but I wish I was. Like I look at it. Yeah. It's sitting there and I'm just like, oh man, if I was just like laying in bed, yes, reading, you know. So nice on but a rainy I just, night. I, I also think too, like I wake up really early in the morning. So when I yes. get into bed, I if I open a book, it's probably two minutes and I'm out. And then you're done. So yeah. It's not a lot of time to read, so I have to yes. space it out in the middle of the day, and then I just don't do it as much. Two minutes every night. You'll be done with this book in six yeah. months. Cool. Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe. two years. Maybe two <laughs> years. <right>. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want your book back, let me know. Yeah. I'll ask for it back okay. eventually. I'll get through it. I will get through it eventually. I will. I'm reading. Um, thanks for asking. I'm going to tell you what I'm reading. <laughs> what are you reading, Janice? Tell me. Tell I don't me even more. need to be asked. I'm like, let me just tell <laughs> you about, about myself. You're reading five books at a time. I'm probably. reading five books at a time. I am. I'm reading several books at a time. But the one that I am um, devoting the most percentage of reading time to right now <laughs> is Big Little Lies. Oh, you know like how the that's show? like? It's a show now. Yeah. Okay. I've never watched it though, but I've, I've seen, seen like the show. Episode. I've seen it like on TV, or I say on TV as if like any of us watches TV and not streaming, you know, Netflix or something, but I've seen it. Uh I just haven't watched it. Um, And I read a different book from the author because nerd alert, love my library and I love getting (laughs) books and it was a recommended book. So I was like, oh, this is great. So I read a different book and it was so freaking good really? that I was like, okay, I, I'm i going to read other books by her. And then when I went to her author page, again, on my library <laughs> on <the> website. website. <laughs> Which I love that you have a library card. I have, um, I have two library oh. cards because I am part of two different library systems in Orange wow. County. Yeah, I feel like you're the type of person, too, to never bring a book back late. Like it's never. always on time. You don't have any fees. No, I have never once in my entire life. And I say that, I mean wow. that. This is not one of those funny exaggerations <laughs> that people like to do. I have never once in my entire life brought a library book back Wow, late. that's commitment. <laughs> Even as books. a child, like the anxiety, the stress of, of knowing that due date is approaching. I can picture you being like, I'm so sorry. I'm so late. sorry. No, oh, I'm like, I'm really so crazy. sorry. It's only one day early. I should have brought <laughs> yeah. it back before this. So you could prepare for yes. the next person. <laughs> wow. Yes. So okay. I started reading. I saw that Big Little Lies was one of the books. So I I always do it as an ebook, so I can read okay. it on my phone and it's wonderful. Um, and I've been devouring it and it's so good. She does these like murder mysteries. Okay. You don't know what's going on, but like it there's so much character development. It's and That's every cool. character is just like a little bit wrong. Like you're just like there's something off about this person, yeah. and then it like keeps going, and they get more and more off. And you're like, you you like them, but you're like, man, yeah. you're crazy. Yeah. She like dives into just That's the cool. weirdness of people. Oh, I love that. And then yeah, super <laughs> crazy, but then like not so crazy that you don't like them. Mm-hmm. And but then also you don't know the whole book is getting to what's actually happened. So you're just getting bits and pieces the whole time. Wait, have you finished the book? I finished the other book from that same author. It's called Apples Never Fall, and it was truly one of the best books I've read, in a while at least. Mm -hmm. I have a handful of books that are like up there, but this one was just, 
I just really, really loved it. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm reading Big Little Lies. I'm like halfway through. Okay. So interesting. You're like, what wow. is going on? I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really, really good. So that's going to be one of my recommendations for the day. <laughs> Maybe when I get through my book in six years, I'll yeah. borrow this one. Oh, wait, it's from the library. I'll the library card. You'll have to get, no, you cannot. You won't ever, you'll never read it. You'll I will never it. return it. You'll never return it. You'll you have to pay cringing. them for the book. <laughs> I've stacked up $100 of I'll library be, yeah, I'll be. I'll be apologizing to the library yeah, because so I'll be like, I recommended she get a library card. I'm so sorry. She's not responsible with her books. She's not. You're responsible with your books. You just don't have time to read. Uh, thank you. <laughs> That's kind. You'll you, take care of the book. You will. I That's will. the thing. That's why I have not asked for my book back yet. It's perfect condition. I, <laughs> it's yes. sitting there. It's sit, sitting in the Perfectly. same spot. Yes. Yeah. I had two copies of Magnolia Parks okay. and one of them was lent out to another one of our friends and it's never come back. Oh no. So <laughs> I wonder where it is. You know who you are. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> uh, but I don't need two copies, so it's fine. I know it's safe with you. So yeah, it is safe. You let me know. You can give give me a holler. I'll, you need it back. <laughs> I'll just show up at your door. Yeah. <laughs> give it back. Uh-huh. No, it's fine. I keep looking over at my bookshelf where it sits. You see there's Oh, Three there's other books because there's, there's four in the series and it's supposed to be at the bottom. So the oh, yeah. the beautiful spines are just they're lacking. They are. They're beautiful though. They're actually really nice. They're just so pretty <laughs> to have on a bookshelf. I know. I just that's why I keep buying them. Mm-hmm. They're amazing books, but also they look pretty on my bookshelf. <laughs> oh, to have a bookshelf. <laughs> I'm also a very much minimal minimalist. Oh yeah. So I, if I have any books, I give them to Janice. That's true. <laughs> you do. Times. It makes me so happy. Yeah. It's like my love language. It makes me so happy. Yeah. So I definitely don't have a bookshelf, but. No. Mm. My house must be driving you crazy right now. I have like a stack of boxes over there. Oh, I'm not a no. dirty person. You, no, you're fine. I'm clean, you're but so clean. my house is not tidy at the moment. I don't care. <laughs> There's a rug sitting on a chair. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you just fed me dinner. There's, it's fine. It's fine. I could get away with anything yeah. right now. One of the best yes. dinners I've had in a long time. So I do. You can, your house I do can like be as cook. messy as you want. Thank you. Okay. Getting permission. This is what I need. <laughs> Appreciate it. Okay. Should we? Should we start the night? <laughs> should we dive in? <laughs> I like shook my shoulders like I'm getting ready for a race. Should we start the like night? F1? You've been watching too much F1. Uh, yes. Wait, is that what it's called? Formula One? Yeah. F1? F1. Yeah. Yes. I obviously don't you, watch it. Need- no, I've seen, I think I watched two episodes the other night. Okay, you're getting into it. I think I'm it. still lacking in like... I don't know. I like it. I don't think I like it as much as you do yet. You have to, you have to, to get watch it. To yeah. Like, to, yeah. Watch a race with us and then let me annoy you the entire time while I explain every okay, intricacy. I think I need that. And then yeah. that's what that's how it was for me with like Australian rugby. I just yeah. needed to like watch it with someone who would sit there and explain. I'm like, wait, why is that a problem? Yeah. Or how come I they can do that? that. Like, oh. And then you get it. What's happening? I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Everyone likes it. Everyone's passionate about this show. There's surely there's something. That... You'll be into it. Okay. You just need that connection point. I do. And plus you can just like drink beer and mm-hmm. eat snacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can do that, that anyway, but like no better reason to do it than watching a race. <laughs> exactly. It's it. the best. 
Okay. Do we have okay. we have wine? We Everyone, do. grab your glass of wine, <laughs> or if you're not drinking, grab your um, soda sparkling or water, sparkling something. water, cup of tea, mm-hmm. alkaline water. Ooh, I don't healthy. know. Just, I don't have that, but I love that. Do you? <laughs> I don't have it. <laughs> Let's have a Berta filter. Yeah, just a regular old <laughs> filtered water, tap water. We don't discriminate. No. Whatever it is you want to have. Speaking of tap water, sorry. I, I need this just story. Got, I did it myself. I replaced my shower head yesterday. Went to Home Depot, got a filter for my shower head, and I think it's changed everything. Okay, my that's what I hear. was so much softer. I noticed your hair when you walked in tonight. I was like, what did she do different with her hair? It looks so good. It's a shower filter. Because the water in Orange County is not good. It's trash. No. (laughs) Literally. Literally trash in the water. (laughs) Sewage in the water. Sewage. And I, I, because yeah, my, I don't know. I always know it's better to have a filter, especially here, but like, you know, you're like, is it actually? Yeah. But it's $25. Are you serious? Yes. You can get a lot more expensive ones, but this one was just easy. Okay, I'm doing it. If I can do it, you can do it. I changed it. Got some pliers. <laughs> Done. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Speaking of tap water. Now I can drink out of my shower. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Get your shower water. <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> you Anyways, can have it tonight. Track. <laughs> mm. uh, so I'm going to tell you a story. Mm. I'm going to set down my wine so I don't drop it. Tell us. <clears throat> um, by the way, I do actually, before I tell you a story, I do have to tell you that I have bruises all over my <laughs> legs and I look Thank like I. an abuse victim, but actually um, oh. a dog a dog was jumping on me with oh, okay. its nails and it got me you really good. I have like bad bruises. I could tell as it was happening, I was like, I literally said, I was like, this is going to leave bruises yeah. all over my legs. <laughs> and it was such a nugget of a dog too. Oh. It was like when he jumped on me, it was like immediately I was like, that just bruised all yeah. down my legs. <laughs> Thank you for telling me. <laughs> I needed you to know. I'm safe. Okay, good. <laughs> it was a dog. Uh, okay, I'm going to tell you a story. Okay, I'm going to try again to tell you a story. <laughs> I keep distracting myself. Um, I'm going to tell you the story. Well, I'm going to tell you the beginning part of mm-hmm. how I started my faith journey. Okay. And You've probably heard this story before, but we're going to do it in a formal setting and it's going to make it way more fun. Um, and then in subsequent episodes, we'll continue on to other other parts of this. And while I tell this story, if there are parts of it that resonate with you, that are familiar to you, that you've experienced or maybe trigger memories for you that are, you know, important um, talk about them. I want to hear, I want to hear them as a discussion as I tell my story. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, the hope is that anybody listening would feel a connection with their faith journey through our stories. Um, that's the whole, that's the whole point here. Um, I want everyone to feel like they are sitting in my living room with me, drinking their wow. shower water with me. <laughs> Only if you have a filter. Only if you have a filter. Oh my God. Everyone. <laughs> Please don't drink shower water without a filter. Seriously though. <laughs> like That's what I'm telling my children every single time yeah. I give them a bath. <laughs> Please don't drink that water. Don't drink it. Oh God. So. I love that. I'm excited. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, so this started a few years ago. It was um, 
probably right around the time like COVID started happening, um, I had been on Instagram. I was taking a quick break from work, just scrolling Instagram. And I saw a story, uh, someone had posted um, that their toddler had just died. Um, And they were asking for prayer um, for the baby to actually come back to life, which could, um, you know, be triggering for some people when you think about how that, how that whole thing goes. But um, my immediate gut reaction in that moment was, this is not going to work. And it wasn't like a faithless statement. It wasn't a Debbie Downer moment, but this was the third child in the span of like two weeks that had popped up on my feed from people I knew um, who were asking for a miracle, a sick newborn, Mm. um, a child who wasn't breathing, you know, all the things that happen. Um, They were begging for prayers to save their child's life, and none of them made it. They all passed. And so when this one popped up, I just immediately went, this isn't going to work. I knew it wasn't going to work. And yet, as a good Christian, as a, you know, good evangelical, I prayed anyway. And a few days later, they, you know, said they were going to have a service for her and and move on. Mm -hmm. Um, She did not. She did not make it. She didn't come back. Um, And there was lots of talk about all the beautiful things that came from that. People reconnecting with God, all this really great stuff. That meant nothing to me, (laughs) to be Mm -hmm. quite honest. It meant absolutely nothing to me because I had a child the same age as the one who had passed um, I have two two children, and um, my youngest was the same age. And I just had this moment where it became so clear to me that either we are doing something wrong here with prayer or with what we believe God can do, or he is an absolute jerk. Like he is the worst of the worst. Yeah. Because if he can do anything and all you have to do is ask and he works it all together for your good and all the other things that we claim and we pray about, you can't tell me the best course forward was dead baby. You can't tell me that was the, the best option. And people will say, well, we live in a fallen world. Yeah. You know, it's this is our fault from our sin, Mm -hmm. you know, all this stuff. And again, that means nothing to me because I also parent in a fallen world. And although it would devastate my child at times to not, you know, allow them to have chocolate or whatever, Mm -hmm. I communicate very clearly with them (laughs) on what they can and can't have and why. And I would not... I could not I just couldn't understand how taking the life of a child would be like God's plan. Yeah. You know? And then yeah. and then came the the people who came in going, you know, oh, well, it's not God's plan. 
It's mm-hmm. not his plan that this would happen. He grieves with you, which I was like, I can, I can get behind that. Yeah, and I can go with that. That makes sense. He comforts. He he's with mm-hmm. you through it, but at the same time, he's this all powerful God that you just have to pray and ask for stuff and it'll happen. I'm like, well, which one is it? That doesn't work. Yeah. So the question, the the main question was or the main dilemma was either we've got this wrong or he's actually, the actual words were, or God is an asshole. Those were the, (laughs) that was the, the crossroads I was Mm -hmm. at. And so I went, okay, let's find out. Mm -hmm. How do I find out who God is? Not sure. Well, then let's find out what prayer is. (laughs) So I went down that path. I was like, I don't know. So let's start, let's start, um, let's go down the prayer path. Start somewhere. Start somewhere. Mm -hmm. So I started um, as anyone does and was Googling and, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what is prayer? I came across some things, you know, there's the common book of prayer. There's prayer um, from different faiths. Um, and what it means to them. I read some stories and, um, and it, you know, they were all helpful just to kind of get a base understanding of like, let's just start with like, what is prayer? Is it just us talking to God? Does it have a bigger purpose than that? Is that, what is the tradition of it? Mm-hmm. And then I came across an episode, um, which I will put in the show notes, um, from the Bible for Normal People, which is one of my absolute favorite podcasts in the whole world. And if they ever, ever just want to say hi to me, I mean, I would just die. <laughs> I would take it. Yeah. Just know I love you guys. Um, one of the episodes, they had a lady on, um, Sarah Bessie, and she talked about prayer. She told a story about her son, her son was at school, at a Christian school. She was going through a deconstruction herself and was really wrestling with prayer. Um, and and her thought was, if if prayer isn't working, I think this is why it kind of hit home for me. It was kind mm-hmm. of, you know, she said that it just, it wasn't working for her anymore and she didn't understand why yeah. to use it. And if it wasn't working, then why pray at all? And without having prayer in her life, she felt such a void, like because she didn't feel like she could pray at all. Right. So she didn't do anything, and it just felt like this big void. Her son was going to a Christian school, and they had asked the children to draw a picture of what prayer is. Mm -hmm. And her son had drawn a picture of him sitting in a chair and Jesus sitting in a chair next to him. And they had those little, like, bubbles, like Mm -hmm. talking bubbles, conversation bubbles. Yeah. And it just said, um, his said, I love you. And Jesus has said, I love you. And he had drawn like arrows back and forth saying, it was just them saying it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And that stuck out to her because it sort of gave prayer this framework of it just being this love, this love language between her and God. Mm -hmm. And it could just go back and forth. I love you. I love you. Um, so she dove into what what is prayer, and yeah. she she really dove into liturgical prayer, the Book of Common Prayer, and a bunch of other things that I can't remember, but it was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she talked about how 
today, especially as evangelical Christians, Western evangelical Christians, we use prayer as a way to affect change. We use it to change an outcome. Mm -hmm. So we want a raise at work. We want a parking spot at Target. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, God. So many times. (laughs) Please, Jesus, give us a good parking spot. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Got a front row spot. Got a front row spot. Look at, I'm blessed and highly favored. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I've heard that so many times. (laughs) So many times. This is the most triggering podcast anyone could listen (laughs) to, let's be honest. I'm going to have to put 17 warnings at the beginning of this. Um. But we use it to to change outcomes. We mm-hmm. want we want you know a better house. We want a leg to not hurt anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's you know all the things that we pray for. They are because we want something to be different on the other side. But that is not the main use of prayer. Yeah. It's not to say that that isn't part of prayer, but it's become the only mode of prayer now. Mm-hmm. It's all we do. It's help me to have a good night's sleep. Yeah. Keep us safe during the day. Like, that, you know, all the things. And sometimes we say thank you for mm-hmm. it to make it sound like we're not just <laughs> asking for stuff. Yeah. Thank you that I'm going to have a good day yeah. tomorrow. But you're still trying to change what tomorrow is going to look like. Um, And she started exploring other ways that prayer is used, traditional Mm -hmm. ways that prayer is used, using prayers of others. So Mm -hmm. there are prayers that people wrote, you know, hundreds of years ago that are recited and the power in those sort of like recited prayers over the years, using someone else's words sometimes to say, you know, where you are in your, in your journey um, but as I was listening to that, for me, it gave me this sort of clarity because I, at that point, I completely stopped praying. I was like, I'm not going to talk to God until I even know if that's what I'm doing when I'm praying. Am mm-hmm. I talking to God? Like, what am I even doing here? Um, for me, it became clear that prayer, the most effective use of prayer for me was just taking prayer was taking a moment to say, God, I'd like you to be in this situation with me, not to change it, Mm -hmm. not to, you know, get this desired outcome, even though I would like those things, but that's not why I'm asking you to join me. I just don't want to do it alone. Mm -hmm. I just want someone to be with me through this. And that was really eye opening for me. It meant a lot to me to think of God that way, Mm -hmm. that he was this comforter and this friend. And I could go, I'm having a really rough day and I just need you to be a part of it. That's it. Just be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And maybe where God is, you might feel some peace. Maybe you might have a little bit of extra wisdom or say something in a better way because you've taken the time to focus in and ask unconditional love and peace to be a part of your day-to-day. Yeah. And I love, I love that yeah, thought. I like that. that that's kind of how I started to walk that out, that little prayer journey. Is mm-hmm. I went, I'm going to stop asking God to change things. I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah. I'm only going to ask him to join me in yeah, things. I like that a lot. And be a part of it. Yeah. Um, 
that got challenged real quickly through yeah. multiple kids, both kids having multiple illnesses, mm-hmm. life-threatening illnesses, mm-hmm. urgent things. I mean, it got crazy real quick. And immediately I wanted to switch back into, God, I just need you to fix this. I just need you to fix it. Um, and instead had to go, this is my baby. This is my child. And all I want is what's best for this kid. I believe that that's what you want too. So can you just be here with us while we journey through it? Yeah. So maybe we'll feel a bit of peace. Yeah. Can you give my baby some peace? Because this might be a bit scary yeah. while we're figuring mm-hmm. out what's going on. Um, and then just see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just see where where things yeah. go. Um and that that really worked for me. And then a few weeks ago, I had a procedure on my back. It was very, very minor, but I was very, very nervous. And when I got to the doctor's office, I was already nervous on the way. I'd been nervous for like the whole week leading up to it. I was nervous on the way to the point of like, turn this car around. I don't think I'm doing it. Like yeah. I was like, what am I doing? I don't want to do this anymore. I got to the doctor's office and they handed me a paper immediately when I got there that literally listed out everything that could go wrong to the severest extent. Of course. Then you have to sign it and you're like, yeah, cool. Yeah. They're like, here you (laughs) go. Take this while you walk upstairs to your spot. And um, (laughs) by the way, death, stroke, (laughs) paralysis, all this stuff is on this page. And I'm like, what am I doing? And I'm in full blown panic. And I got into this room and I had to wait by myself, just me and this paper with all the stuff that could go wrong. And I was like, I'm freaking out. And I, maybe I'm freaking out because I'm not supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. You know how that gets into your head? Yeah. Like anxiety makes mm-hmm. you think that the reason you're anxious is because it's like telling you you should do something else. Like yeah. this is how you don't is, die yeah. or this is how the bad thing doesn't happen is you should just get out yeah, of there. Yeah, listen to it. This is yeah. God saying that you should not do that. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. This is, is this the still small voice? Yeah. Like, <laughs> should I listen to it? Should I get out of here? Like, yeah. what am I doing? This is all going to go so wrong. And I just stopped. It, it was the biggest challenge in my life because all I wanted to do is say, God, just yeah. don't let anything bad happen to me in there. And I just stopped and I said, God, I'm really scared. This is really scary for me. I don't know what's going to happen when I go in there, but I know that I won't be alone. Wow. I know you'll be with me. Wow. And if there's peace in your presence, then give me peace. Mm-hmm. If there's, you know, wisdom for the doctor, then give that. Like, mm-hmm. great. Love it. But at the very least, I have comfort in knowing I'm not going into this alone. I truly believe that you are with me. And I was comforted. Yeah. I was comforted in that. Yeah. And then the most beautiful, kind medical assistant came in just mm-hmm. to take my blood pressure and all that stuff. And she said, how are you doing? And I said, I'm freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm not okay. Actually, I'm not okay. She said, your blood pressure is high. I said, that makes sense. You think? <laughs> she said, it's a little high. I said, I'm a little scared. And she talked me through it, and she was so calm. Wow. And she was so kind. She was like, oh, don't you worry. And she told me all this stuff, and I immediately felt peace in that moment. And I was I like, what a, what a like special little moment mm-hmm that that happened the way it happened, you know? Um, 
And I was okay. I'm not paralyzed. I didn't die. In case you're wondering, I'm not dead. (laughs) Um, And that's not always how it turns out. It's not always... It's not always the happy story, yeah. Um, and and that's a whole nother thing to talk about of mm. of what God can and can't do, yeah. Um, but for me, the prayer was the first start of mm-hmm. how do, how do I even know if this is what this is for? Yeah. Like, how do does anybody teach me about prayer in church? Probably, but I don't remember it. Yeah. I don't remember being taught specifically what prayer is for, mm-hmm. except to get what you want, mm-hmm. to That's name it and really claim it, and right? Yeah, it's exactly. I don't feel like I know I was ever taught what it was for. Yeah, like why you pray? Why you pray? Except to like change this bad situation, or like yeah, I need that raise or whatever it is. Beg God to mm-hmm. keep you safe while you sleep. Yeah, you know, as a kid, yeah, or get over the sickness. Or- oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly that. And it starts from such a young age where you're asking God for stuff. And I remember clearly as like a teenager being told God's not an ATM. But I don't know if that really registered as to what that was supposed to mean for prayer. There wasn't like a set framework of like, what is prayer meant to do? And prayer, I think, has many more applications than how I'm just using it. Mm-hmm. There are traditional ways of praying that some people find really um, comforting. Mm-hmm. I find prayer the most comforting when it's more meditative. Yeah, I think anything that feels traditional or spiritual or religious mm-hmm. immediately triggers me and yeah. I'm out. <laughs> I'm with you. And I'm like, God, you're lucky I'm still talking to you. Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still here. I still sort of barely believe in you. Yeah. So let's just keep this going. Keep rolling as yeah. much as we can. And let's not even dive uh, into books on prayer because oh, I can't. I can't. Yeah, I, can't I can't do either. it. Wow. So okay. that's the first that's the first part of my story. Yeah. That's the that was the kickoff. Okay. And it was um I mean it's still ongoing. Mm-hmm. I just re-listened to that prayer episode yeah. um podcast because um I forget things. <laughs> and so it was nice. <laughs> it's been a few years, so it was nice to re-listen to it again mm-hmm. and kind of feel that feel what still was relevant and what was no longer relevant, mm-hmm. what didn't hit the same yeah. now, further along in my journey and how my beliefs have changed, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I know. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. Like, it reminds me of a story from my past um, and just with, like, prayer and, like, wondering, like, to change a situation, right? Mm-hmm. If, like, we can pray out of something or yeah. pray for a situation to change and about it was about eight years ago. My dad passed away in his sleep, mm. like very suddenly. He wasn't sick. Um, he, you know, his heart just kind of failed in his sleep, and so yeah. obviously, like that's something that's rocks your world, right? You don't mm. expect it, and so of course you pray a lot of things, like you know, like why did this happen? Give me mm-hmm. clarity on this. All these things, like you just have so many questions, and yeah. I think. For me, I don't think I realized in the moment what I was doing because I don't think I had the depth of and the questioning of like why I was in a religion and like what I believed. I don't think I had that depth yet. But I think in the moment, I was actually just praying for peace for someone Mm. or whoever to be with me. Mm -hmm. 
um, and just praying for, you know, just this kind of peace to be with me because that's the only thing I knew. I couldn't, I don't think I was ever praying for him to come back to life because I don't, like, obviously I would have loved that. (laughs) But I don't think that I knew that's not how prayer worked for me. Yeah. Um, But it's just that, yeah, it's that peace of like someone going through something with you. And I think like since then, like my depth of religion and like my viewpoint on and perspective on religion and Mm -hmm. what I believe has changed drastically. Yeah. But I've been through a lot since then as well. And I think it's just, if I do pray, it is first for that kind of hand kind of like to be with Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Like to don't feel alone. You don't feel alone in situation. Mm -hmm. Because I do think we go through certain things for a reason. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to change them. Yeah. And we are human. Yeah. And we have to go through hard things sometimes, which is not easy at by any means. But knowing you're not alone in the situation, I think. Yeah. Because I do find myself praying. Like the other day I was in the car. Mm. And I was like... Because I haven't been to church in a long time. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And I was like, why am I praying? (laughs) And I was like, I think it's because I just don't want to be alone in this situation. And I know that there is some, and I'm still figuring that out myself, like some sort of higher being or Mm -hmm. God or whatever it is to do it with me. Yeah. And I think it's that. Yeah. To not be alone. Yeah. Yeah. I. I I feel that so much. Like I constantly question, mm-hmm. is there a God? Yes. Despite having some really real yeah. experiences in my life where I'm like, there, you know, I can't attribute that to anything else but God. Oh yeah. You I've know? had those like, too. Right? For sure. So like you go back and forth between like I've seen that. Yeah. But then also I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what don't to know. attribute that to completely. Yeah. But I find so much comfort in the idea that there could be a God. Yeah. And that oh, yeah. whenever we have experienced something that we don't understand, it's usually an overwhelming feeling of love and acceptance and peace and, you know, accompanied mm-hmm. with it. So I like to think he's good. And mm-hmm. and I say he, but they, them, yeah. she, it. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> That's just <laughs> the patriarchy coming out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe they are good. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like so much comfort in that presence. So I I want to believe. I yeah. want to believe that that's a real thing. I want my kids to believe that mm-hmm. they can trust in God, whatever that ends up looking like for them, that God is the embodiment of love and goodness mm-hmm. in the world. And maybe if we think on that more will be kinder people to each other, yeah. you know, yeah. like that's the, that's a good, that's thing. the ideal state, yeah. right? <laughs> that's what we hope would happen. Um, but yeah, it's, it's nice to just decide. I'm just going to talk to whatever this is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Why not? Sometimes you just don't want to be alone. I just don't want to be alone. Yeah. So why not? It's comforting mm-hmm. and I I get something out of it. Mm-hmm. It's useful to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm gonna keep doing that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. I've, I I think I have a lot of family members or just like my upbringing was always the prayer, like you'd say, like you mm. change, try to change the situation. Mm-hmm. Like I, let's, whatever it is, X, Y, Z, I'm going through something bad. Like let's yeah. change it. Yep. And now I'm just at that point where it's just like, I don't pray to like change the situation. No. I want to feel this. I don't know. I actually do want to yeah. like feel it and go through a situation and grow from yeah. it. And have someone or a spirit or being mm-hmm. come with me through it. Exactly. And then get to the other side and you're strong and be like, yes, I did that. I survived it. I survived it <laughs> and I've learned so much. Yes. Rather than changing it. Yeah. That brings up such an interesting point of um, our fear of pain mm-hmm. as humans. Like our biggest thing is to avoid pain. Yeah. I mean, pain through physical pain or pain through emotional pain. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll do anything to avoid it. And oh, yeah. we'll beg anybody and anything to get us out of a situation that's uncomfortable mm-hmm. or painful. And we we avoid it. We just, oh, yeah. instead of going through it and feeling the horrible feelings, mm-hmm. um, we, we try to avoid it. And it's interesting when you're going in therapy, oh, yeah. <laughs> how that clash happens, right? Because you're like, I just want to think on the positive and like, well, we're just going to, you know, keep moving or whatever. And your therapist is like, no, let's sit in this. Yeah. What's this feel like? And, and you're like, you're so Ew. uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> like, Looking at the clothes. This time was going backwards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't like this. Like, how do I, how do I get out of this? <laughs> uh, I, that's, I, for years, I was like, I don't cry. Like, mm. I'm just not a crier. I like never cry, mm-hmm. but it's because I was just not feeling any emotional pain. Yeah. I just pushed it aside. Yeah. Better believe that's all coming out now. It's all <laughs> coming crying. out. Years. Genesis, every night sees me cry. <laughs> yep. And I love it. Let's it's good. do this. It's good. It needed to come out. It has to come out. Because it's some, some way. It does. That's what my therapist always says. Mm-hmm. It will always come out some way. Mm-hmm. And it can be in anger towards your partner. It can be mm-hmm. in decisions that you make that aren't helpful yep. it can be in, come out in addiction it's gonna come out some way yeah. or another yep <laughs> so feel it yeah and just I think in that feeling it obviously ideal situation is that people don't get hurt and bad yeah. things don't happen of course but it kind of feels like luck of the draw like it just things just seem to happen mm-hmm. and it's hard and it's awful and you wish it was different and the only comfort at times is just knowing that you're not completely alone. Yeah. You can feel comfort even when you're seemingly completely alone. Yeah. Yeah. And you can just, you can travel through it with someone who wants to do it with you. Yeah. Who grieves with yeah. you, who is joyful with mm-hmm. you, you know, that. That's huge. That's too. huge. Mm-hmm. It's so special. They're there with you when nobody else can be in yeah. the middle of the night. Yeah. You know? It actually is huge. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of nights that are lonely and you just yeah. no one else to like talk to or to yeah. feel that pain with. And yeah. it's to know that there is like someone that can grieve with you. Yeah. It's like life changing. It is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Keeps you kind of sane. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to get through another day. Yes. To keep going. Yes. I mean, you need your community. You need your people. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And then for me, this is sort of like the cherry on top yeah. is having this 
additional layer of support. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's a good way to put it. Yeah. I like that. I like it too. Mm. Wow. This is good. I know. I love this. We got through it without tears. I know. (laughs) It's crazy. We are absolutely on top of our lives. Yeah, there will be tears. (laughs) Don't you you worry. This is just one episode. There will be so many tears. Can't wait for the tears to come. I don't know how we end it. I don't know. How do you end a podcast? Um, (laughs) If I was a stand-up comedian, I'd have like a really, really great joke. Like we need like Alexa to tell us jokes. I know. Alexa. Tell us a joke. Uh. <laughs> she said, how do you send a soda pop to an astronaut with a bottle rocket? That's actually a horrible joke. It is. It's not that funny. That's not funny at all. This is not funny. Sorry, Alexa, you failed. <laughs> I say her name so quietly because I'm like, please don't She'll answer. Listen. She already heard. She, she <laughs> listens, and I don't want her to do bad things to I me. I wish I had jokes. I told Janice before this. I was like, I'm not funny. <laughs> so don't expect are, me to be funny. You are funny. I think I have, like, very witty, like, one-liners. But I'm like not, like, that. yeah. I don't tell story. Like, a, you know, like a story that's funny. That's not me. Yeah. You know what you are? I can... I. I feel this right now. It's just come to me. Don't You're me. funny adjacent. You, <laughs> what does funny adjacent you just, mean? You like my not, face right now. It's like you what? like nodded at me, and then you were like, yeah, "I don't know what's like, happening." Know what <laughs> you are funny adjacent. You do really well next to a funny person. Oh, like you hold your own okay. and you laugh a lot, so you don't yeah. need to be extraordinarily funny. Okay. In this case, I am calling myself the funny person, <laughs> so I'm giving myself high praise. <laughs> you are funny though. I'll I like that. it's my. I'm um, Funny coping adjacent. mechanism <laughs> to you. You're funny adjacent. You I do good that. with funny people. Yeah, I you don't. Funny people. You don't just laugh. Mm-hmm. You have input, mm-hmm. which is good. It's always good. To, you're a quick giggler, which I love. Okay, you laugh easily. <laughs> I do actually, <laughs> which is great. I'm the same. Yeah. I laugh so easily. Huh. Um, but you have input too, so yeah. you don't just giggle the whole time. You yeah. have like a little extra okay. something, something. I like that. So you're, funny, you're funny adjacent. <laughs> Everyone just bring me along with you. <laughs> Sav will laugh at you. Yes, I will laugh at you. Yes. Not with you. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Well, okay, well, now that we've laughed, yep. I guess we can close this out. Yeah. We need to um, close it out, Janice. We need to sign off. I'm going to say this every single time. I can already tell because I feel like I've said this already, uh-huh. but I don't remember what the sign off was. <laughs> well, you got re- you to remember it. It's a big like, thing. How do people sign off things? I don't like, know. I have no idea how you say goodbye. I don't know either. So with that, with that, we're going to say, don't lose faith. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.